Welcome, this is Leading with Spirit, the show that gives you an in-depth look at topics like what it takes to navigate your spiritual journey, how to heal yourself and grow your spiritual gifts, and balanced practices to expand your business and your spiritual leadership. I'm your host, Spirit Bird, shamanic teacher, healer, and author, here to guide you on your journey to becoming your most potent spiritual leader. Hi and welcome. I'm Spirit Bird, founder of Holton Healing Arts Shaman School. I'm a shamanic teacher, healer, and psychedelic facilitator. And I wanted to share with you a little bit more about shaman school and what makes it different and give you a little bit of an understanding of the spectrum of kinds of training and learning that are out there so you can make the best choice for yourself. So when it comes to shamanic training, uh, I think of there being two main areas where you might research and study. So one I would call traditional. This is where you're studying within a lineage, where you're studying um, probably more like one-on-one with a mentor or studying in small groups and taking things very slowly. This would look like maybe spending a year just on working on the medicine wheel, for example. So in these trainings, oftentimes in the traditional trainings, and this is the way I was taught as well early on um, over the course of a four-year program. And When you are learning from these programs, there's a lot of really gorgeous stuff in there. You get um, a glimpse of maybe some more of the traditions and practices. And also there's a problem that I see with this type of training. If you are looking for it for just personal reasons, then this might be a great spot for you to train. But if you're looking to hold other people, if you're looking to either help people in your family, help your community, or do healing work as a profession, the traditional type of shamanic training is missing a really key component. And that is that they teach you how to do a practice. They teach everybody to do the same practice. And they, when you're, when you're offering this work to other people, uh, it really cuts out the client from the experience. So from, for me, I find that even though there's a lot of beauty in this practice, um, it's not as powerful as it could be. So actually what happens, and maybe you've experienced this before, but when we learn in some of these traditional ways, our clients can have really powerful experiences, but what often happens is we kind of reinforce this idea that the teacher or the healer is somehow better or special or more powerful, and they know something that you don't as a client, and in, in that way, it sort of has our clients sort of give their power away or kind of become victims or just not have as much of an empowering experience as they could have. And what this looks like is, uh, you know, going to a healer, maybe the healer lays you down on the bed, the healer gets to have this whole crazy experience, and then the healer just tells you what happens or what happened for them. And again, you might probably notice some results But as a client, as a participant, again, this reinforces this idea that somehow the healers are better or more powerful. And also it sort of robs the client of the ability to get to participate in the experience themselves and know how to do the healing work for themselves too. And I worked like this early on in my career. And again, what I found very powerful results, people loved the experience they had, they would come back again, but I noticed two things, either one, they would start to come back kind of with the same issue over and over and over again. And we'd have to just do the same practice and it would sort of give them a bandaid. It would fix it for a little while and then they'd fall right back into 
the same pattern. So, and the other thing is I found that it was just kind of boring for them. They felt the powerful experience, but in the end, they felt more separated from their spirituality and their own self-healing ability than they did when they could actually participate with the experience. So this is one side of the training that I would call, again, traditional training. And Holton Healing Art Shaman School is different because we take some of those traditional practices, but then I'm going to show you exactly how to use them with your clients in real time so that your clients are fully part of the process and so that your clients can learn how to do this on their own. And in this way, they get way more powerful experiences. Your business grows because the results are better, the referrals are better, and the client experience is better. Um, and you also get to offer this work remotely or in person. Um, so it gives you a lot of flexibility as a spiritual entrepreneur. If you maybe are a little bit of introvert and don't like being out around people a lot, or maybe if you're living somewhere remote, or you're just trying to grow your business outside of your community, when you can offer these remote sessions, you can offer so much more to your clients. Now, the other side of the shamanic training that I've been seeing is popping up more and more um, recently. And so this is actually a blend of what I would say is psychology and with like a little touch of shamanism. Also super beneficial, also super helpful. But I don't know that it's it's probably not what you're looking for if you're wanting um, to really become a shaman yourself. Again, really beautiful process to go through, really helpful for personal healing. Um, there's a place where I love and I definitely weave in psychology into some of my teachings as well. I offer that and share that with my students as well. And for me, I'm a little bit more traditional and the whole reason I got into shamanism in the first place is for that connection to spirit, was for the mystery, was for that really deep experiences of connecting with the divine that we just don't get every day. That's what I love to facilitate and that's what I like to help people really reach and touch in themselves. And so I find with the more modern versions of shamanic training, they're often more focused on psychology. And in that way, that really deep connection to spirit and really the spirituality that is shamanism um, just really isn't in the teaching so much. So they tend to teach psychology, personal growth, again, really beneficial things. They might teach you a couple of practices that you can use on your clients. Um, but they're missing a core component of what shamanism is in the first place. Now with both of these practices, what I've experienced again through my training and what I've seen through working with clients for over 15 years is that both of these types of trainings are also missing um, a key component for if you're really ready to, again, step into being the shaman. So there's that difference between sort of doing shamanic practices and living a shamanic life, which of course is beautiful. It's not that one or one is better than the other. It's just that they're different. So that's one version, like just wanting to do it for your personal practices. And my shaman school can certainly help you with that. But what my shaman school specializes in is teaching practitioners how to do this. So this is really about training you from the perspective of the facilitator. And this is what is missing in so many of the shamanic programs. Again, they teach sort of like, here's a blueprint for a practice and then you get to practice it once. And then you're supposed to go out and figure out how to do that on your own. And how do you do that when, you know, you're not, when you're sitting around with your family, I can't just drop into this, um, you know, extraction practice. And what happens when I'm working with somebody and they don't really know how to spiritually see or read anything in the unseen realms? How are we supposed to navigate that? 
or what happens when I really hit this resistance with one of my clients and I can't seem to get them past a certain point. Or what do I do when people just keep coming back with the same victim story and I'm having trouble moving them out or let having them see what's really happening for them. These are the kinds of questions that real practitioners have. And this is the kind of work and the approach that we have in shaman school. So you get this like double learning where you both are learning as um, through your own healing journey, getting to look directly at whatever you want to heal in yourself or heal in your business. And simultaneously, you're also learning from the perspective of the facilitator. So this gives you this dynamic viewpoint and understanding that not only helps you grow in your abilities super fast, but again, this is the place where you move from like practicing shamanism or learning some things about shamanism for your everyday life to actually being the shaman, embodying what a shaman is and what they do. And I also want to share... This is something that's a little bit more personal to me, but in at Whole Healing Arts in general, one of our core beliefs is that you as a person have the capacity to learn on multiple levels at once. And if you follow the coaching industry or the personal growth industry at, at all, oftentimes what they teach us is to try to give everything in like little bite-sized pieces. So they'll take something that maybe could be uh, a month course and spread it out over six months. And there's some benefits there. There's some benefits to taking things slow, taking them little by little. And I definitely include that in my shaman school, but there's also a place where it just didn't sit well with me for me as, you know, I consider myself to be, um, you know, intelligent, um, active, committed person. So for me going into programs that really like reduce things down to kind of the simplest form, um, I felt like I had to wait for every single person to be on board before I could learn or take my next step. And you've seen this in modern education as well, right? Where there, the idea is to kind of dumb everything down to meet the slowest person in class instead of speaking to the highest level of what people are available for and believing that everybody is capable of being able to receive on that level. So that's something that we hold very dearly at Holton Healing Arts, that you're actually very capable of learning fast and on multiple levels at once. And that's what we do in shaman school as well. So while you're learning, you're going to be learning in these four core areas. You're going to be learning and growing and mastering your spiritual gifts. You're going to constantly be working on restoring yourself, that inner healing, restoring yourself, trust, restoring yourself, love. You're going to constantly, constantly be working on offering your work. So there's a place for learning. And also what is missing in a lot of shamanic programs is it's like this idea of like teach, 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 and you're not allowed to bring everything out until you, uh, and share your work with others until you hit this like weird, ambiguous point that is actually never agreed on by anybody. And maybe sometimes your teachers keep moving the bar, or maybe you keep slipping into self-doubt and feeling like you're not ready. And what we do through shaman school is we uh, learn while you're actually offering your work. You get to learn through practice sessions in the program and out of the program so that, again, you can grow a lot faster. One of the big pieces that I see missing in so many programs is, again, they teach you how to do a thing once, and then that's kind of all that you get. And then the next step is such a big leap. And that's a reason that a lot of people don't actually succeed in their spiritual business. And that's because that leap goes from, okay, I've done this weekend workshop, and now I'm ready to work with clients 
but you really haven't ever worked with clients before. So it's scary. So that's where we get into self-doubt. That's where we get into perfectionism. That's where we get into really like holding ourselves back because we actually don't feel ready. And I'm not really interested in creating healers that don't feel ready to offer their work. So offering your work while you're learning and growing is a really quick way to improve both your skills and your confidence. And then of course, lastly, we will constantly be, de be developing your wisdom, wealth, and leadership. So your ability to receive, your ability to give back and teach. And this is also a big component of being a true embodied shamanic healer is being able to um, integrate the wisdom and understanding that you're gathering and then bring it forward into the 3D and actually share it with others in a way that lands and in a way that they understand. Wouldn't that feel amazing, right? So if you're interested at all in shaman school, um, there's just a couple of things that I wanted to share with you here today about what to keep in mind when you're looking for a shamanic training program in general. So if you're looking for some of the more traditional pieces, we definitely include that in shaman school. But again, we go way beyond that into how to actually bring it in and work with people in a practical way and in a way that's a lot more powerful. And if you're looking for that self-growth that you might get with some of the more like psychology focused programs with like a touch of shamanism, we include that too, but we include a lot more of like what shamanism really is, how to connect to the divine, how to work with spirit, like what that actually is and how to weave that in to every action of every day whether that's something that you want to do professionally or whether it's just something that you want to do to make your life better and to grow and stretch yourself. I will say that today, a lot of training programs, not just in shamanism, but a lot of self-growth programs, a lot of business programs um, are presented as a self-study um, or presented as a group program, but actually it's just a self-study with like a monthly Q&A call. And so if you are considering shaman school, you should be aware of this. This is not a self-study. This is a highly personalized, highly interactive program. There is a core component that is a recorded curriculum, but also every single month, each week we do ceremony. So we come together each week to do ceremony. And then we have a monthly theme that we work with that's directly related to what is going on in your life works in real time and gives you real actual experience working with other people and receiving healing work for other people. So if you're looking for something that you can just listen to here and there to kind of like add a little improvement in your life, this is probably not the right program for you. If you are looking for something where you can um, just sort of get a certificate and not have to worry about being embodied, this is also not the program for you. But if you have been doing some spiritual training for a while, been doing some personal healing work for a while, been working on your inner work, been growing your spiritual business, doing coaching, and you're really ready, you can see yourself, you can see visions of yourself holding group ceremonies, um, sharing more of your spiritual self with the world, with your family, with your community, um, diving more into your intuitive gifts and bringing that into your business and bringing your connection to the unseen realms into your business and into your work with your clients, your business, or your everyday life, then this is definitely the program for you. You're going to come in uh, ready and motivated, and we're going to help you through every step of the way to unravel those old patterns 
deeply connect with the spirit realm and feel really confident in the unique way that you work and the unique thing that you do. You will not come out of this program looking like every other healer. You will not come out of this program looking like a copycat healer. You're going to come out of this program feeling fully confident in the unique way you work and being able to give really powerful sessions to your clients. You're going to be moving through any of your blocks that you have on offering your spiritual work, sharing your authentic self. And we're also going to give you support on taking it to the next step. So moving you from um, the place of theory and wisdom and understanding into actualizing it into the 3D, whether that looks like growing your business, whether that looks like understanding how to bring it into the office that you work at, whether that looks like how to apply it to your family. So uh, I hope that this is helpful information for you. We're really proud of what we do at Shaman School, and we're so excited to see the years of results that our students have had. Again, everywhere from being able to completely change the dynamics of their family from doing this program just for their own personal reasons to uh, countless students that have either launched their, their own business for the first time, have left their corporate jobs, or have held their first retreat. So really exciting things um, to get from all of this. And again, when it comes down to it, just tune into what do you really want? What do you really want in your experience of shamanism to be? And is there a place where you would rather just learn the steps or is there a place where you want to be it? And if you want to be it, I invite you to Holfman's Healing Arts Shaman School. Thanks so much for joining me today. Have you been hearing the call to expand your spiritual gifts and step into your next level of conscious leadership? If you're a coach, healer, or a spiritual leader, you can learn more about Shaman School and growing your spiritual business on our website, HoltonHealingArts.com, or send me a DM at Holton Healing Arts. Welcome to today's member query episode, where we explore questions about spiritual paths, intuitive gifts, growing a spiritual business, and shamanism. Do you have a question for us? Send us a DM at Holton Healing Arts. This question is from a member of our private Facebook group, Leading with Spirit, and it's a question I get a lot about where to go for a plant medicine experience if you've been interested in working with something like mushrooms or ayahuasca. Um, and of course, there isn't uh, one size fits all. There are lots of different plant medicines and they all have uh, a really wide array of different purposes. So what I find is most important is to find somebody that you resonate with. A lot of people go overseas to do this work. And I know just as many people who have had really beautiful experiences with it as I have who have had not so great experiences with going overseas. And by no means is going overseas more authentic than working with a practitioner in your own country or here in the United States. There are lots of really incredible practitioners. I also work with plant medicine myself um, and facilitates a private and group ceremony. And there's a way that you actually can do some deeper work by staying basically in your comfort zone so that you can feel safe and dive into those deeper territories that are ready to be healed. 
What I also find um, when many people start to get the call to do plant medicine work is there is a whole part of themselves that they're starting to long for that they haven't been in touch with for a long time. And so in that way, working with the plant medicines is really a process of really just like reclaiming those parts of yourself and in some ways reconnecting to the indigenous or the medicine person in you. What I always recommend is make sure you talk to the practitioner first um, so that you can make sure that you feel comfortable with them. If you don't feel comfortable with them, it's going to be harder to do the work that you really um, are being called to do within the ceremony. And also make sure that you are clear on why you're going. And you probably heard this before, but of course, plant medicine, like anything else, is not a pill. We can make huge transformations in a really short period of time and people that have been working with the medicine for a long time know that it's actually about processing the experience and what happens for you after as much as it, as it is what happens during the actual ceremony. So it's important for you to get the, for the best experience, to be really clear for yourself that you're feeling called to do the work and that you are feeling um, comfortable and you've done a little bit of research on who you're going to be working with and that they've been trained um, and that you're clear for yourself that of what your intention is and are detached from the idea that this is going to solve or fix something overnight um, because that attachment can also kind of cause a negative experience and um, not allow you to do the deep healing work that these medicines um, are actually really brilliant at doing. If you have any questions, of course, feel free to join us in the private Facebook group and I'll see you there. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Leading with Spirit. If you did, please share the link for this episode with your biggest takeaway, tagging me at Holton Healing Arts. It would also support me if you subscribed and left a rating and review of the show so we can support more people living their highest purpose. Until next time, journey on.